What does Colgate mean by live life to the brightest? Could it be a rich glass of red sipped inside a Parisian cafe on a snowy night when my gaze is met by a tall, mysterious... I mean, brushing is directed with Colgate Optic White Pro Series Toothpaste gives you a visibly whiter smile in just three days so you can live life to the brightest and finish that glass without worrying about teeth stains. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Who's next? Yeah, who's next? Welcome to the clan! This is a show dedicated to helping singers, songwriters, and indie artists like you create leverage in the music business. And you're going to need leverage. Today, the labels, the big investors, they are not developing artists. They are buying small businesses. I'm going to say that one more time. They're buying small businesses. You've got to create that business. You've got to come in with cash flow. You've got to come in with an audience, and then you're going to find the management. You're going to find the bookers. You're going to find the, the label deals that you want, and you're going to be able to stack the deck in your favor to make sure that they follow through and get you the things you need so that you can get that number one, so that you can get out on tour and make a living as an artist. And With that, you're going to need leverage. That's why we called it The Climb. It's an acronym. It stands for Creating Leverage in the Music Business, which is downright super smart. And the (laughs) guy that came up with that is my co-host. His name is Mr. Brent Baxter. Brent's an award-winning hit songwriter with cuts by Alan Jackson, Randy Travis, Lady Annabellum, Joe Nichols, and more. And what I love about Brent is he helps songwriters like you turn pro by teaching the art, the craft, and the business of songwriting. And you can find Brand at songwritingpro.com. Once again, that's songwritingpro.com. And I would like to introduce you to my co-host, Johnny Dwinnell. Johnny owns the Daredevil Production. They help you find your sound, and they help you grow your audience so you can become the artist that everybody loves, like Raymond, so you can get paid like Raymond. Daredevil has worked with multi-platinum artists like Colin Ray, Tracy Lawrence, Ty Herndon, and Andy Griggs, just to name a few. You can find Johnny at DaredevilProduction.com. That's production singular with no S, and there's no S because there is no other Johnny D. What's up? What's happening? Oh, you know, just listen to my dog whining in the background, my little puppy, so I'm sure I'm going to have a care package when I get off this, uh, <laughs> no extra this charge. podcast. No extra charge. So that's that's enjoyable. <laughs> Let's not distract you at all. <laughs> It's okay. She's two pounds, so it's like a you know, like here's a tootsie roll. Thank you. <laughs> Yuck. <laughs> I'm not like Scooter McGee, who's a great Dane, and dogs bigger than you are. Yeah, those aren't tootsie rolls. That's I don't. Those, those I, are, that's a whole. He has chunks of dogs like yours in his stool. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's right. We started right off at the poop. Business. There we Thank go you. with the with the poop you. jokes. There we go. There we welcome go. Welcome to the club. Right. Okay. Welcome to life. But uh, hey, you know what we're going to talk about today? We're going to talk about something that I know. I know for a fact that every creative, whether you're a songwriter, whether you're an indie artist, whether you're an actor, whether you know whatever, th- th- this goes through your head. And um, what 
what spurred me on this that you know gave me the inspiration to kind of create this episode was uh, an email, like a real genuinely, um, a genuinely a, a genuine heartfelt email uh, with a real honest question. And I'm I'm going to read that email, and and the title of this episode is "What Are You Doing?" Because at the end of the day, your success in whatever it is that you choose to be successful in is going to very much largely be based on where you're spending your time. And a lot of us, I think, uh, mismanage that expectation because, you know, we may have this passion for this thing over here, but we're not spending the kind of time on it that we're spending over there, right? And Mm -hmm. then the results aren't happening, and so we start to our artist heart, our artist soul gets wounded, right? And we start to feel like, man, maybe I'm not good enough. And mm. I think more it's a function of, what are you doing? <laughs> mm. Right? So, so with, cool. with that, but before we get into that, we have mm-hmm. a five-star review. Love this five-star reviews. Like to collect them. Yeah. Take them out every once in a while. Roll, print them out, roll around in them. Like Scrooge McDuck and his money. That's right. This makes you feel good. Anyway, thought about doing a bad Scottish accent, but I won't. Uh, so this one is from Joseph Henry Castleman. It's a nice five-star review titled Helping Me Stay Focused. And I'm going to try and do this, read this um, not too loud because everyone's asleep except for uh, the little dog. Uh, let me get into this one. Let me get my, let me get ready here. Get your head right. Get your head right. All right. Get my head right. Welcome to the class! Yes! Podcast review. <laughs> Johnny D and Brent help keep me focused on my goals. If you're like me, you're working your day job to pay the bills until you can go full-time with your songwriting. Sometimes it's hard to stay focused on what you need to do to achieve your goals when you have so much stuff going on in your life. But every week, these guys drop in and keep me on track. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Joseph Henry Castleman, for making me do my best Johnny D. Thank you, Joseph Henry Castleman, for making him do his best Johnny D, because that was worth the price of admission right there. That was good. That was, I'm impressed. I'm impressed. I, it, it sounded a little shaky at the beginning, but you got it together like you were doing some vocal uh, warm-ups or something. I know. I just, you know, like you don't get me on the mic except for podcasts, so that's why I don't sing. <laughs> but hey, guys, thanks but, for for these reviews. Like, uh, Do take the time. It takes 10 seconds. Leave a rating and review. It makes us look legit to everybody else. Share this if, if you find an episode that you think would be really helpful. To, to people in your songwriting and your artistic community and your artist community. If it's helping you, it's going to help them. It'll make you look cool and we'll make you famous. Um, yep. So make that happen. So, all right. Well, it's interesting. This this review came on this episode. Right. It was just next in line, but it seems to dovetail nicely into what you want to talk about. And so this was literally the next review in line. But yeah. it seems like it's right it just on had, like it's it's serendipitous like it's it's, it's supposed to be there so so this particular time so this this is an older blog article that I wrote but um I had written the week before uh, in a blog article that we have split into two episodes I think very early in our podcast called 10 reasons not to give up mm-hmm. on artists and I received a ton of response and there's this one in particular that uh, I want to read to you, and then we're going to kind of dig into this one today, okay? So, here's the, um, here's the, the email that I received. I would love for you to bend your nimble mind around this one. It's one thing to hold your vision of the dream and never give up, 
But for those who really and truly don't have the skill or talent to make it happen, how can a person accurately gauge when enough is enough and begin to pursue a more attainable dream? I see it so much. People pouring their life's energy into a delusion and are crushed when it does not happen. And that translates to a life of disappointment and pain. That scenario is far more common than, this, than is success in music, don't you think? How would you guide a person and advise them via a critical assessment, a self-diagnostic of their real potential to be successful in the music business without shooting them down? For me, I understand success on a business platform and experience it daily. Musically, there are still a few remnants of fear there, and I practice daily not allowing negativity to dissuade me. I know I will have only the success and fame that I choose to have, given my knowledge of the law of attraction and how manifestation works. I have done the self-diagnostic, and I am encouraged. Your posts encourage me. I can feel your energy and drive to thrive, brother. Keep up the great work. Wow. What an interesting That's email. Right? Like that's real. That's real, man. Like that's real. Like everybody thinks that, and and, and it affects how we behave on different levels. Like, are we going to invest in a real recording? Are we going to try to cut some corners? Are we going mm-hmm. to invest in the precious time that we need to perfect this craft? And um, gosh, this we could do like a ten-hour podcast on this one email. Mm-hmm. Like, we really, really yeah. could, you know. There's a lot in there. But, um, I mean, I assure you that the person who authored this reply is coming from a very compassionate place and is asked, like, a, a real honest and philosophical question that I think we've all considered at least once, probably multiple times a darn day as artists. And and it's a good perspective to, to, to talk about. So, the, the answer that I have... Um, you know, how would you guide the person and advise them via a critical assessment, assessment, a self-diagnostic for their real potential to be successful in the music business without shooting them down? Here's the answer. What are you doing? What are you doing? Like su- success, legitimacy, potential for anyone's future in any life adventure can easily be measured by the work that they're doing. So what are you doing. Wishing for something to happen is not work. Wanting something to happen is not work. Believing something should happen is not work. Hoping for something to happen is not work. Complaining about something that is not happening is not work, although all these things can be exhausting. Making excuses (laughs) for why something is not happening is not work. Work is the conduit to the success. And work is where you find out exactly how your story will play out. Work creates luck. Work creates opportunity, relationships. Work creates results. So, you know, if you're an aspiring singer-songwriter artist who is broke, living in BFE, where there's no music business, married with three kids, and you're constantly working by writing songs, you're in it, man. You're in it because you're, you're spending time writing the songs, you know? Your potential is greater than someone who is next door to, let's say, uh, you know, Shane McAnally with the same circumstances telling everyone what they want to be and, and why, why he can't get it done. Mm-hmm. It just boils down to just do the work. I'm going to give you some perspective on this, like, and, and Brent, like, weigh in on this. But mm-hmm. So, first of all, there's some really subjective content in that email that I read 
mm-hmm. about how do we know if they just don't have the talent or if they just don't have the skill or, you know, blah, 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 blah. Well, to me, most people who don't have the talent and don't have the skill just aren't doing enough work, you mm-hmm. know? Um, because I think that, you know, maybe there's some people that are certainly born with, um, in the case of me, there's some people, in the case of not me, right? There's people that are born with like this gift of a voice, right? Like God touched right. their vocal cords right before they were born and they can sing the phone book and they can make you believe anything. I mm-hmm. didn't have that, but I, I worked most artists who had that and created a seven-year career in the rock and roll business I was developed by um, by um, the Allman Brothers. I, I went right up to Warner Brothers. The band went up to Warner Brothers with with um, Rob Cavallo and we. I lived a life in that seven years that most people only read about in books and I could... I clawed my way to middle management on the vocals. So if I was in a vocal competition in that framework, right, let's mm-hmm. talk about that framework, then you would look at me and you'd be like, well, that guy's not going to make it. <laughs> right. And you would be right. I wouldn't be making it in the vocal competition. But that didn't matter because I, had, I could write the songs that were compelling enough to get the people interested, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I promise you, my writing, and I'm just being real honest with you here, Brent, was nowhere near the level of Monday Morning Church, you know, or crickets. Like, it was a lot, it was super trite, you know. I, I didn't mm-hmm. spend a whole lot of time on the words. I was more about shaking my butt up there and, and bringing the, the, the Mick Jagger vibe to the stage. And, and, and the hair fan. And the hair fan. I've That's, seen some video. Exactly. The hair fan. It's true. It's true. <laughs> but... So this this didn't dissuade me whether or not I thought we were good enough. I just knew that that's what I had to do. And every dime that I made and every ounce of energy that I had to give, I put towards that. Like I was, I did, okay, so freshman year, I'm six foot two, freshman mm-hmm. year in high school. So I live two doors down from the football coach. All right, so welcome to the first social tune-up section of the new Climb podcast here. And in this section, um, I, I'll, I encourage everybody to email your social links to info at daredevilproduction.com. Again, production is singular. There's no S. Info at daredevilproduction.com. I'll take a look at them and just kind of give you some feedback on your social media as an artist. On If, if you were one of my artists, here's, here's the things that would immediately go through my mind. So, um, what we have is um, Uncle Brent is his name from No Stone Music Band. And no relation. No relation, that's right. <laughs> and um, we're going to get to a couple of these here, but the um, the the links for uh, Twitter and Instagram are the same handle. So No Stone, N-O-S-T-O-N-E Music at Twitter and No Stone Music at Instagram. And if you search for that on Facebook, uh, you'll, you'll find it there. So uh, I took a quick look at Twitter, at Facebook, and at um, Instagram. So the first thing that, I'm following you now, Uncle Brent. There you are. So the first thing I see on Instagram is, um, and just some hints, is, is first of all, that it, it definitely stronger on, on Twitter and on um, and on uh, Facebook than he is on Instagram. So it's clear that um, that 
uh, you know, that's his platform. But you can use Instagram and social media to get into growth. This is, by the way, going to be a broken record part of this section here because most artists and even labels, they don't do this. They don't use it as a marketing tool. In one sense, they use their social media platform as a marketing tool to... uh, reach out into market to people that are already followers, but they're not using it as a growth tool to where we can go find other followers and uh, other people that we know are interested in the kind of music that we do and, and connect with them that way. So, uh, you know, Instagram's got 873 followers. I think you can beef that up. And I, one of the things that we try to do just on in, Instagram as a general uh, rule is we try as best we can to theme it visually because there is and, and not all of our artists have that but um, most of them do so sometimes a theme can be a color like a favorite color that an artist has where uh, we've got one artist named Mia her favorite color is purple so if you just look at her feed you can clearly tell that her favorite color is purple there's purple highlights there's purple tint and everywhere on her Facebook feed it makes it look like really cool okay and we got another artist John Kern up in um Canada that we've been working with for about a year now and he is um he's black and white like he just comes across this cool like black and white dude so we 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 spin it that way it creates a theme so I would definitely um maybe consider doing that on your Instagram feed it might make it a little bit more attractive and then just you know engage everybody once you get um once you get into growth and you're starting to find other accounts that would like your music um Twitter is he's got 2861 followers on Twitter and uh, but all the content is about the band. So it's um I think there's there needs to be some content that is um that's somehow valuable to your to your people to your following that people that would like your kind of music, maybe some other bands that are in your genre, maybe some other news about bands or about the music industry or something that would be valuable to them. So it's not just about your band. If there's some way that you can try to add value to that feed, um, I think that's a good thing. A lot of, a lot of times with our artists that ends up being, um, other things that they're interested in. So I have a, I have, um, I have an artist named Patience Reich, who is a black female jazz singer working on a pop record, who's a physician of internal medicine. She's an MD with her own practice, and also a true true humanitarian. Uh, She shuts down her practice like one or two months every year and goes to some third world country on a philanthropic mission to medically help children that are in need. I and love her already. She's like a saint, yeah. And um, she's a devout Christian, and she is a marathon runner, and she loves cats. So the, the <laughs> DNA in there is astounding. So it's not just about pictures of her uh, with her artistry. I mean, we really get people to connect with her through some of her philanthropic work. Like, we'll show pictures of kids when she's allowed to take them on her feed um, and and make a medical comment or something like that. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Because that's valuable to her people, too. We want them just to connect with the artist. And mm-hmm. then if, they, if we know, because we're pulling from certain places, that they like that kind of music, then they're going to they're going to open up their hearts and their minds to liking the music, you know? Um, oh, man, this this makes me think if I can just interject for a second. Yeah. We should probably do a whole episode on this. But, uh, like, TV shows, American Idol, The Voice, they go and do the hometown shoots, yeah. right? They, they Oh, he's a father of two that is, you know, he's been working, blah, 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 and this is his dream. Why do they do that? Just try and connect with the story. You know, I've talked about it before. If you get on one of those shows, at a certain point, you know, you've hit the musical bar. You've hit the talent bar. Yeah. After that, 
they're making a TV show. It's about the story. It's about so the people story. like Patience. She has a great story to tell with all the stuff that she's into. So you can buy into her. You know, if she has a talent, okay, a lot of people do. Now I want to connect with the story. That's why people. I mean, like reality TV, man. They're in the story. These people. All TV is about the story. Yeah. That's right. And reality is just about like supposedly real stories, right? Even though a lot of times they aren't. But you're you're absolutely right, Brent. So so what's your story? Like what are some of the things that you've overcome? You know, these are some of the questions we ask when you come on board as a daredevil artist. When you hire us to work for you, we want to know like what's the biggest thing that you've overcome? What are you most proud of? Like we <clears throat> we're trying to get the bits and pieces together of your backstory because there are people that are gonna relate to that that also happen to like your kind of music, and that's how we're going to get you connected, right? <clears throat> uh- Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house, and my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So, what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right, you'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Um, <clears throat> so I think you could be doing more of that and and in that sense like if you're sharing your story that I mean look at what Brent and I are doing with this podcast we're sharing a lot of our knowledge and and you've heard a lot about Brent's backstory you've heard a lot about my backstory over 84 episodes you know some of the stuff that we've come through but we're doing that because a lot of you I know this because you relate to it because you tell me and you email me and you reach out and you say, Hey man, thanks for that. You know, like I, like that really gave me what I needed to get through tomorrow just to keep pushing forward. But that kind of stuff, when, when you find somebody that you kind of like, you know, for this reason or that reason, and then you see that they did something, it, it's inspiring to them. So yeah, share more of your story on there. It's not just about the music, right? It's not just about that. Now on a good note on his Facebook, um, uncle Brent has a, he's got the free download, um, but you're serving it up wrong. So, um, on one hand, I give him massive kudos because he might be one of five freaking artists that are that don't work with me or you know Rick Barker, <laughs> yeah. who, who are who are actually actively trying to get um, uh, contact the information of the other. They're trying to own the information, which, by the way, you have to do. This is not negotiable. You have to do it. If you're not doing it now, you're going to do it later. But you know, the best time to plant a tree 20 years ago, second best time is right now. You know, don't wait till tomorrow. Uh, but 
He's serving up wrong. So he's saying, hey, we want to offer. He's trying to be nice, but, you know, so he's not being like obnoxious, like, check us out, download our free song or whatever. He's he's being really nice about it. But I think, uh, Brent, what I would do is make it more about them and be be like, hey, thanks so much for the love on Facebook, all the follows. Thanks so much for all the follows on Instagram. Thanks so much for all the follows and the likes on Twitter. Now we want to do something for you. Here's a free download. When you make it about them, you're going to get a better conversion rate on those um, on those links, and more people are going to want to download that song. And then, of course, you couple that with what we just spoke about, Brent, with the story. There's mm-hmm. something that's a little more sticky there. They're going to be more interested to, to find out about you. So, those are um, those are the three quick points that I would that I would bring up about uh, about that, Uncle Brent from No Stone Music. And once again, thanks for sending that in. Okay, and uh, hey, if you want to get some one-on-one consultation, which uh, actually Brent did with me, and um, awesome. then um, let us know. Like, uh, reach out to info at daredevilproduction.com. Uh, we are available to you for uh, you know one hour block at a time. Um, we can do more than that if you want, but uh, usually one hour leaves your head spinning pretty good. And mm-hmm. and we're happy to let you know uh, what's going on, and and certainly reach out to us if you think we could. Um, as Daredevil Production, if we could take your your social media to a whole nother level and get your audience growing and get you in touch with them and get you to own the information and bring all of this knowledge that we have that we work every day on, it's just going to blow you up like in a way that you that you haven't done before. So reach out to us about that too. We'll be happy to talk uh, how that works for you. Okay. So back to the show. So I live two doors down from the football coach. Who's mm-hmm. just like, dude, you got to be on the team. Like, nice guy, but like, you've got to be on the football team. I'm like, hell no. You know, and b- basketball, though, I would do that, right? Because, first of all, football, love, my favorite sport ever. Love watching it. I'll never play that. People get hurt when you do that. Like, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just not that kind of a violent guy. You know what I mean? But, um, but basketball, I, I was on the team. Like, I was starting freshman year mm-hmm. because I could just crunch everybody. You know what I mean? Like, I was yeah. taller than most other people that at, at that age. But, um, Man, I, so I started to have a lot of success. I could have been like, if I put the time into the basketball and my shot, which was seriously lacking, because my de- yeah. I was like Dennis Rodman. Like, my defense was undeniable, you know what I mean? But I, I made four points a game or something. I wasn't like, right, yeah. Johnny, drop it through the hoop guy. But um, where was I? what was I doing? What I was doing was playing the guitar, <laughs> mm-hmm. right? So on one hand, it wasn't, developing as quickly as the other kids were developing at that time in my basketball skill set but also is because I didn't care about it mm-hmm. as much as I cared about the guitar and being in a band and making music like that was just what was driving my soul and so that's what I was doing right and uh, you just have to do the work and on the other hand now here's another perspective from somebody who owns a business that develops artists Give me three artists with ungodly talent, and I will choose a fourth artist with half the talent who will outwork the ones with the talent every Mm -hmm. single day of the month, of the year, of the decade. When when, when When I'm confronted with humility, when I'm confronted with people who are like, here's what I know. Here's what I know that I don't know. Mm-hmm. And you're here to teach me what I don't know that I don't know. <laughs> right, <laughs> right? Yeah. And together, we're going to move forward because if I don't do this, I'm going to explode. You know what I mean? Like, mm. I've got, like, that's, 
That's what I want because they can outwork everybody else. You can learn to write a better song. And I think that the people who really, truly write the best songs are the ones who are really the most interested in doing it. <laughs> yeah. Does that make sense? I mean... The specialist. I mean, it's the same thing. If you, you know, put me up in a singing contest or melody writing contest, I bet, you know, you'd think, oh my gosh, this guy's never got a chance in the music business. And I wouldn't as that guy. That's right. But I figured out early on, lyrics are my thing, words are my strength, me do words good. And I went all in on that, and I worked my tail off to get my craft where the best I could get it. And that paid off. It was a lot of work. Yeah. And there's all kinds of niches that I promise you, until you see them with your own eyes, you'd be baffled to know that they exist. And let's just start at like a really low level, right? Like in high school, like if you're in a high school band and you're putting your high school band together, odds are that the guy... One of the guys that's in the band who has the least amount of talent is in the band because he's got the van <laughs> that you need to get the crap to the gig, right? So that's just right. like a necessity thing. So he buys himself some time because he's got this thing over here that's really, really needed for this operation to move mm-hmm. forward. And he gets to be decide whether or not he's going to be better or not. It's on him. But he's there not because of his skill because he's got a van, right? There right. are songwriters that we've talked about that are in rooms where sometimes you walk out and you're like, man, I, I don't know that he wrote a note or, or that he wrote a word, but his energy mm-hmm. was in his that vibe. room and just his vibe was just like, man, like it's just like, it just keeps a tired rider, maybe hump day, Wednesday, you know, had a bad morning, traffic hit, maybe got in a car accident on the way, not really feeling inspired to write this song. But when they get around that guy, it just brings the best out of people and then they come in with this incredible stuff for lyrics or melodies mm-hmm. or, or whatever, you know? Um, so, it's, you know, in, in, through work, you'll find like-minded people with similar goals in the smallest towns that will lead to other people with similar goals in bigger towns and the artists who work hard will always outshine the artists who talk about work and talk about the business regardless of your skill and your talent. Mm -hmm. It's going to get better. That stuff can be learned. You can learn to be a better guitar player. You can learn to be a better singer. But what does that mean? Like, you know, Mick Jagger ain't never going to win American Idol. Right. I mean, most of the people on on radio today, whatever format, aren't going to win The Voice or American Idol. Yeah. Yeah. But it's all right. Most of the judges can't win American Idol. (laughs) (laughs) Jennifer Lopez ain't going to move mountains with that voice. Mm -hmm. Uh -uh, She's a dancer. But she knows how to be a star. She's got another skill set that's extremely, that's so valuable, she's turned it into a multi- hundred million dollar empire you know right yeah um so it's just about the work and i promise you like that that vulnerability that we read in that email is is the pathway to um quitting it's it's the it's if it's if you consider it the wrong way if if you're it's it's almost like looking for a way out right looking Mm -hmm. for a reason to to give up because um and I just, I would never wish that on anybody unless you decide that, hey, you know what? Like, I love this thing over here. I love this little business I started, whatever. Maybe you're making furniture or something and you're like, I, I, I love this. It's working out for me. That's what I want to do. Okay, then put your time there, you know? Right. Um, I, I, I heard a, um, if I can just interject for a second, I heard yeah. this uh, quote one time or this, this thought that said, if you were on trial 
for being a songwriter or an artist, would there be enough evidence to convict you? <laughs> oh, that is so good. I've never heard that. Yeah, that was pretty flattening. Yeah, <laughs> that is so chops. good. You know, I mean, the artists, on that note, the artists who are constantly working at their art, mm-hmm. and this is songwriters, artists, singers, whatever, they don't have time to complain about not making it. They're too busy creating opportunities for themselves. Mm-hmm. Right? And I've learned that that people who really love something who really love something are busy working on it. You know, that could be a relationship, you know, Mm -hmm. that could be your children. That could be um, a job that could be a passion like songwriting or, or singing or making music. And as a consequence, I always judge my involvement with somebody on a business level based on the work that they've done. So Mm -hmm. to your point again, Right? Like, is there enough evidence to convict you of being a songwriter? Right. <laughs> of being a singer, you know? Of, um, you know, and so, so any self diagnostic should begin, as a direct response to this email here, should begin with an honest assessment of what are you doing? Where are you spending your time? If you say, I have to work a job, I hate to pay the bills, or I have to pay the bills so I can live, therefore I don't have enough time to be an artist, then. I promise you're right. The kind of living you're making is clearly more important to you than becoming an artist because that is what you spend all your time working on. That's what you're doing. Um, I mean, I'll put my money where my mouth is right there. I'm gifted at sales, man. I, the, the biggest company I've ever been in at sales was AmeriQuest. That was a $34 billion company. It's in the top 5% of the sales guys, man. Like all the free vacations, the, the you know, here's a thousand bucks. We're going to pay you to go to Hawaii. Bring your wife. Like we're, you know, it's, yeah. Why? Because I made money. I know how mm-hmm. to make money in sales. And am I making that kind of money here at Daredevil? Hell no. <laughs> But I'm here living a different kind of lifestyle than I could be living, but because this is where I want to be. You know, <clears throat> this, is, this is where I belong. I know this is where I belong. I love working with artists. I love doing this podcast with you. I love, mm-hmm. um, you know, th- th- this, mo- this. I'm helping people. Like, I'm really helping people, I feel like. So, but it's, I'm making choices on money based on where I really want to be. You know, I'm really good at chasing the dollar. I remember this is one of the things my dad said. He's like, so, you know, what do you really want to be doing? Because <laughs> clearly you're not happy with all this money over here. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> so chase the dream, not the paycheck, you know. And, um, and you're going to have to make some sacrifices doing it, you know. But when you really, really, really need to do it, when you have to do it, then you will surround yourself with people who understand that. And yeah, and you know, and, and for me, I have I have grace on on people that are in certain seasons of life. You know, you got, you know, you just had octuplets or whatever, and your mom that wants to write, but you got like eight mouths to feed or whatever. Yeah, you know, I mean, there are seasons. Yeah, all right, there are seasons of that, and and I, I give you all the grace in the world. I've I've been in those seasons. I know them well where you just can't put in what you want to because some things like family are really stinking important. Okay. So, um, but also, it, you know, if you're, you're working those 40, 50 hours a week, whatever you're providing for your family. Awesome. You need, you know, yeah, you got mouths to feed. You need to feed them. I get that. But then if you're binge watching game of Thrones, yep. You don't, how bad do you really want this? Yeah. Right. 
How much TV do I watch? I don't. It's football season. I will watch a little bit of football, but not much. Yeah. Because my time's on family or music stuff. Music business, this stuff, songwriting, pro writing, or my family. And that's about it. I ain't got time for Game of Thrones. Yeah. And so if you're watching that stuff, is there more evidence that you are a TV critic than you are a musician? Well, he must be a TV critic. He's watching all these episodes and all these seasons of Dexter. Yeah. I guess you're a TV critic. Oh, no, actually, I'm, I'm an artist. Oh, really? I don't see that on your calendar. Yeah. There's more evidence that you're a TV critic than there is that you're uh, a musician. A or musician. Yeah. You know? Right. <clears throat> That's... Or that you're a professional fisherman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or whatever. It's like, okay, we're, you know, our calendars show, our wallets and our calendars show what we really value, what we really, truly, honestly value. Yeah. So sometimes you just need to take a hard look at that and go, okay, I'm pulling out my calendar, I'm pulling out my wallet, you know, my, my check register, whatever, you know, my bank account. Where's my time go? Where's my money go? Hey, you know, a lot of people, a lot of your time's making a living. I get that. We got to eat. We got to have a roof over our head. Sometimes, you know, you can, but is it because, like, I can't, I can't make that leap because I got to have the nice house and I got to have the nice car? Well, then I guess you love those things more than you love your music, yeah. which is fine. But just realize that and live with it. Yeah, no judgment on where you're spending your time, but just realize that it's not here. So being right. frustrated about this is, you know, it, it's going to be a direct result of, of you know, wherever you're spending your time working is where you're going to see results. Mm-hmm. Right? And, and if you realize that you're working towards something that isn't as important as your artistry, then change it. It's that simple. It's that simple. And and that comes with being a little uncomfortable because maybe you're used to doing things a certain way. You know, maybe you're used to, to you know, maybe, I mean, we get into habits of watching TV, right? We get into mm-hmm. habits of, uh, you know, basketball, baseball leagues and bowling leagues and dart leagues and all these things where we like to socialize and we like to do that. But Whiskey league. Whiskey league, yeah. Out drinking yeah. every weekend or whatever. I mean, man, it, it, it's... That's time that you could be sitting down, working on your social media. That's time that you could be writing a new song. That's time that you could be strategizing on what you need to do, but you're not spending time thinking about that. You're spending time doing this other stuff. And there, you so spend time drinking, you're going to get drunk. You know, if you mm-hmm. spend time you know, watching TV, you're going to learn all about Game of Thrones and be making those comments on Facebook. If you spend a lot of time on Facebook, you're going to catch up on everybody else and what they're doing, and that's going to absolutely do nothing for you in any way, shape, or form, you know. Um, so, right. if you have reasons for putting all the energy uh, that you put into working towards something that doesn't have anything to do with your artistry, then that's where you really want to be, and that's where you really should be. Just what are you doing? And um, you know how I know that? Because this is what you're doing. That's all I got to say about that right there. There we go. So, that might be the shortest Johnny episode ever. You're welcome. Uh <laughs> But hey, anybody that, um, as far as just some some strategies, man, you you write good songs. If you want to um, get a good recording of those songs, hit me up at info at daredevilproduction.com. Again, production is singular. And we can we can get you into the uh, the brand new Daredevil Scholar Songwriter Scholarship Program for, for any songwriters that are out there. We'll... we'll um, 
get you with the best A-list players in Nashville, but at a supremely discounted rate, and and get you the same deal essentially. That really, what's going on is the same deal that the publishing companies get because they have such high volume. We can what we call piggyback you on those sessions. So if you're interested in that, please reach out, give us a buzz. We'll tell you what you need to do to get going on that. And um, again, leave a rating review, share it with other people. Oh, and moving forward, um, if you have if you want to do a social tune-up, let us know. Send us send in your um, in your your uh, links to your social media accounts. I'll take a quick look at it in five minutes. I'll just kind of run down and tell you what I would tell you if you were my artist on what you should do in your social media. Or and this if, will be on the show. This will be on the show. And if you have any questions um, regarding marketing, feel free to shoot those into info at daredevilproduction.com and by the way make sure you put something in the subject line that's pertaining to what the heck it is that you want <laughs> because otherwise I'm not going to be able to filter through it or my staff isn't going to be able to find it so so make sure it's like hey marketing question for the podcast or social tune up in capital letters or songwriter challenge song title challenge in capital letters <clears throat> and then we know exactly what folder to put that in and it gets put where it needs to be placed and, and you're going to get in a queue and, and we're going to get to you so anyway with that um, that's all I have to say about that we want you guys to win that's why this podcast exists so y'all keep on climbing and we'll see you at the top It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.